Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. Yeah. It is. It is. It's a gloomy day. It is gloomy. Here, Southern California. I love it though. Yeah. It's, it's a like, little windy. It's windy and like there's going to be thunder. I can't it's witchy wait. weather. I hope thunder happens. They always say that and then it never does. I love it. So do I. Yeah. Um, this week's episode is about not gloominess, but bright, beautiful <laughs> the auras. Opposite. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about auras. auras. You had your aura read a few I weeks did. ago. I had my aura read um, the first week of January and I did uh, a photograph experience. Mm-hmm. Um that was really cool and interesting and super fast. And I was like, okay, we're done. Um, <laughs> she was like, bye. Yeah. But it was really nice. It was the photography. And then, um, someone kind of like went through the colors with me and yeah, all of yeah. that. And it was really nice. And from there I like kind of wanted to dig deeper into, of course the history, but like also, um, the different layers, how the chakras connect and things like that. So, that is why we're doing this episode today. Yeah. yeah. Fun. I don't Super know exciting. anything about, I mean, I know what they are in a like very broad sense. So the definition of an aura is essentially a human energy field hmm. and uh, they're colored, they're layered um, and they're going to surround a person. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, an aura can be found on an object um, and on an animal. I could see that. Yeah. Certain things, I think that's the thing people will be like, the vibes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel the vibes. Yeah. Are, that person has good mm-hmm. vibes or that person. Oh, yeah. This, or this dog. or Yeah. This thing that I'm holding is, oh, this is no good. Like, I don't want this. I think that's what, when I think of an aura, that's what I think of yeah and that's exactly what it is that's exactly where all of those things come from um so when you get to like the base of it auras have different color ranges that are essentially translated into um a reading kind of similar to tarot where they're Mm going to pull those basic ideas found in the definitions of the cards and then give you kind of like a broader um idea of who you are as an individual there mm-hmm. the aura is not going to like answer questions it's going to give you a better understanding of who you are got it yes um another fun fact about auras is that you can take one say right now mm-hmm. and then you can take one 15 minutes from now and the colors will be different Mm, well, that makes sense. Yeah, because you are constantly changing. Your emotions yeah. are constantly changing. Your thoughts are constantly changing. Our, we have ideas bouncing around in our head constantly. Just yeah, like if you're like a pinball machine. If you're anxious, it's going to affect your mood. Like um, being uh, a quote unquote uh, empath, mm-hmm. you can feel the energy of someone when they walk into the room Mm -hmm. and it's like if they're having a bad day you can feel that yes if they're having a good day you can feel that absolutely and a lot of um people who do aura work they don't use photography they practice the skill so that when they look at someone they can um sense their aura and the colors of their aura right away i think that's super interesting it is very interesting that's a crazy talent to have it is a crazy talent but you can have it too (gasps) 
for I'm gonna talk about it in a minute. six small payments <laughs> of 99.99 <laughs> send it to <laughs> one two three podcast oh. avenue could you imagine if it was that easy <laughs> well i'm sure people do try to sell that stuff <laughs> oh i'm sure i mean there's always how-to books and things like that yeah. um later in the episode i'm gonna have two kind of like easy exercises that you can do oh cool yeah to help practice that skill on your own yeah on your own time fun so because i'm me um i'm just <laughs> by the way oh and i'm james <laughs> I always Welcome. forget that part. This is Sit for a Spell. <laughs> Sit for a Spell podcast. Um, mm. But yeah, because I'm me, of course I have the history of the darn thing. Um, so let's get into it. Let's. Different religions through time have um, talked about auras in different ways, shapes, or forms. About uh, you could see uh, ritual paintings and imagery that have colors surrounding people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the Buddhists talk about it a lot. Native American shamans talk about it a lot. It's just what particular religions and cultures tap into, mm-hmm. tap into that. Yeah. Um, and if they want to keep that in their culture or not. Now, just like tarot and just like a lot of these different like occult practices that we are really excited about today. Right. A lot of the um, beginnings in modern culture, finger quotes, is, are is going to start at the turn of the century, um, late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah, that's so, when all that came back into fashion. In vogue. Yeah. Um, so it was first popularized by a guy named Charles Webster Leadbeater. Uh, and this guy was a former priest. And he was a member of the Theosophical. Theosophical? Theosophical? Yes, that society. Now, this is what I thought was interesting because I was like, <laughs> I was on Wikipedia and I was like, what is that? And so I clicked, you know, on Wikipedia, click yeah. the little links and it'll just go it down the rabbit you hole down, yeah. and then there you go. <laughs> and it's 12 so hours later. You I clicked slept. on it and it turns out that this is a religion developed by a woman. Hey. In 1875, Helena Blavosky, Russian. Um, and basically what happens in this religion is that there's like masters. They're called masters. So like the highest ranking you can get is a master. Okay. And what they do is they research and study the religions of the world to cultivate wisdom as well as supernatural powers. Ooh. Yes. So, I like that a lot. Super cool. That is super cool. Um, I didn't do a deep dive into that because I didn't know where it was going to go, but I just wanted to see what it was that he was. That's definitely something we can yeah. talk about. Yeah. I definitely want to, in a future bookmarked episode, that. Yeah. Cause I was like, this is, that sounds very interesting. interesting. Um, especially when I get into a little bit more about lead beaters thoughts. Hmm. Uh, great so, name by the way. I know. He, or, a, or a bad name. I don't know. Interesting way. name. He, um, was really deep into the society and I couldn't tell if he was a master or on his way to mastery. Mm -hmm. Um, but he believed that he did have clairvoyant powers, um, and reading auras is a clairvoyant power. It's a, it's a thing that you need to tap into, you know, you're using your mind to kind of separate Mm -hmm. what you visually see just on the surface Mm -hmm. and look deeper. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so he believed that you could mix, uh, clairvoyancy with science and he was really big on, um, 
saying, well, I have this power. I have this clairvoyant power. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use it to help enhance my scientific experiments. Very cool. Yeah. It totally makes sense. Um, But then here's where things get a little (laughs) different. They always take a turn. (laughs) Um, So he believed that men are from Mars. And not that women are from Venus. I was going to say, is he this did. where we got this? <laughs> I don't know if this is where that came from, but he does. He did believe that men came from Mars, like man, right? Man oh, came man. from Mars. Okay, okay. Um, that I think a lot of people think that. I feel why? like I've heard that before. Like men came from Mars, or man quotation mark, humanity, yeah, humanity came from Mars, and people. then it died. I don't know. Or maybe the planet died and that's why they came to Earth. Maybe I'm thinking of Futurama. It might be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now I'm just thinking about Star Trek. You see? But that's, yeah. Anyway, we could just be here all day. Yeah. Um, He believed that that man came from Mars, but then higher thinking men, more intelligent men came from the moon. Now, okay. at the time, little did they know that there's nothing on the moon. Um, there's water on the moon. I mean. There's a robot. There is. Well, now. <laughs> there's several. The moon is inhabited by robots. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's strange to think about. <laughs> it is strange to think about. So is Mars. Yeah. And there'll be another one this year. Yeah. Uh, so he wrote a book in 1903 called Man, Visible and Invisible. And in this book is the first illustrated uh, diagram of a human with an aura. Okay. Um, and he kind of broke up the layers of an aura. If you're not familiar with the layers of an aura, it essentially kind of looks like there's a rainbow mm-hmm. going over you. So mm-hmm. from one side of you to the other. It's like your it's energy arched. field. And there's, there can either be layers of color, splots of color, and I'm going to talk about all that. But it was, this was the first kind of like diagram. Now, what he described um, is that each of these layers are a moral evolution. So you go from being kind of like savage uh-huh. to being like an evolved human. And oh. it, you can kind of read read it that way. Like uh, like geology? Yeah, like stratification in rocks, but right. in human emotion. Yeah. Okay, cool. In 1910, he wrote another book called Inner Life. Um, And this one, he's going to start to incorporate the chakras because he was studying in India. Mm -hmm. However, he gave no credit to the people of Of India and the cultures for their idea of the chakra. Shocker. Um, Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, And he bent the ideas to meet his own needs, of course, because men. And um, (laughs) yeah, but still... He did it and he made that connection between your chakra alignment and these emotions that are radiating off of Mm -hmm. you. Makes sense. Which is really how it's viewed today. Yeah. This is where technology comes in. 1939, um, a Russian couple, Simone and Valentina Kerlin, uh, found a camera that could capture an aura on film. They just found it. Well, they were just like, I think I just wrote the word found. <laughs> they were just like, hey, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Came from Mars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mars and dropped it off. Uh-huh. Um, they found it. I think it was a more like a, like a discovery. discovery technological discovery. Yeah. Um, and this camera is super cool. So I'm going to tell you about the science because behind the camera, because me. Um, so it's a high voltage camera. I don't know what that means. I don't know what a lot of these words mean. High voltage. But I'm going camera. to tell you 
how curly in photography works. Okay. I'm ready for it. So you have a high voltage camera and this camera is going to convert non-electrical properties of an object into electrical properties. Okay. Okay. Then those electrical property fields, which is the aura around your body, Uh is able to be captured on film using high voltage spark discharges. Got it. Words. Okay. (laughs) I'm following Um, along perfectly. Now, this whole process is a very scientific method. When you take a picture using a Kerlinian camera, you get a aura photograph. Okay. They use the scientific method to develop this camera. They know all the science behind it. Uh-huh. It comes up with the aura. I keep pointing to my aura picture. Yeah. You guys can't see it. I see it. I see and it right there. It is a scientific method of capturing an aura. However, mm. people still don't believe it. Mm. I mean, whatever I floats your boat. But it's like physical evidence. It's like right. literally and a like, picture. <laughs> cameras take pictures of things all the time and you're not like no that's not you're real. not in there yeah that's, that's not, not you, you. <laughs> no that doesn't exist um i mean you can't you can't uh say no i don't see the colors in that photograph you can't just like lie they're like saying yes i yes i see the colors in that photograph uh-huh. but it's just because of the lighting you're using or you know the excuses right you know yeah so we have the camera mm. okay um, the technology of this camera did not make its way into America until the 1970s. And again, wow. as we learned with crystals and we learned in tarot, those episodes, um, this is when we have another resurgence. kind of like new age resurgence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tarot's big again. Crystals are big again. It's that kind of Shazzer like free is love. Big again. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's the hippie Spandex. movement. Well, that's the 80s. Yeah. But, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so in 1977, an American Christopher, Christopher Hill, um, he wrote a book called Nuclear Evolution, the Rainbow Body. I really like that. Nuclear. 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 <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> now I don't know what it's supposed to say. It's nuclear. <laughs> I only know that from yeah. the Simpsons because they make fun of Homer because he says nuclear. Say it again it's you're saying nuclear yeah it's nuclear but i say a lot of things weird yeah i like it i say crayons crayons instead of crayons crayons caramel i say caramel i say caramel yeah caramel caramel (laughs) too fancy nuclear (laughs) (laughs) i honestly prefer i think nuclear sounds better nuclear nuke now i can't say it at all so it doesn't matter no whatever that is (laughs) so in his books um he gets really deep into how the chakras are aligned into the layers of the aura Mm. and coordinating chakra color with layer color okay um when you take a aura photograph there are a lot of colors that come out um Mm. i've seen some that only have one or two colors present and i've seen some that have like almost every color present Mm. and people talk about the shades and the variants and all this stuff and so it gets really detailed yeah um but he's the kind of first one to put all those like little bits and pieces together uh the chakras with the layers and the shapes of the layers and the colors in the layers and kind of like giving a i would be really interested to see like taking an aura photograph and then doing 
something like Reiki or something that helps like realign the chakras oh, or and then taking, another and then one. taking it again mm-hmm, to see mm-hmm. just how big of a difference it makes. Yeah. Like if you take it and you're like, I'm really anxious right now or yeah. I'm grieving or something and then you do, you meditate or you do Reiki or something and then take it again and see. I think it, I think it would definitely show something. Yeah. It would absolutely show differences, but yeah, I, mean, I would be interested to see how much. Yeah. That would be, I think that's a nice little experiment that could be done do it oh i will (laughs) (laughs) um okay okay so why 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 do we need to know this why do we need to know anything about our aura why there's a lot of reasons (laughs) there's a lot of reasons so um for yourself it's really tied to the idea of mindfulness do you know what mindfulness okay so i love mindfulness and there's I'm a school teacher and there's a really big push to push mindfulness into the schools because Mm -hmm. if you don't know it's literally just a meditative practice Mm -hmm. you use breathing techniques you use Mm -hmm. visualizations to calm your body and to look deeper inside your body to understand your feelings and to acknowledge your feelings yes and that's the big part is acknowledging your feelings mindfulness is like one of the first things that my therapist uh brought up yeah because she said, and I agree, that a lot of people try to ignore their feelings or push yeah. them away or just mm-hmm. like, no, I'm fine. I'm not sad. I'm not anxious. I'm not, yeah. I'm not nervous. It's fine. I'm fine. And that that's how those emotions get bottled up and explode, get bottled up or they grow or they mm-hmm. overtake you mm-hmm. because you're fighting with them. Exactly. Instead of acknowledging them, but not living in that space. Yeah. And part of doing uh, or a photography or having someone read your aura in person um, can kind of give you a better understanding of where you are mm-hmm. um, so that you can take those steps forward. Very cool. Yeah. Um, there's also a really healing aspect to this. So you can see um, where parts of your body might need to be physically or emotionally healed. Mm-hmm. And you might already know, but it could be kind of like a reminder or a pinpoint. Yeah, like yeah. this is like your chakra like area that really needs to be cleansed. Visual evidence of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, even up to like your muscles being sore or you having a stomach ache or maybe there's uh-huh. something going yeah. on in your gut, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it will show up in that area, it'll show up in that layer that represents mm-hmm. that part of your body. That's so cool. It's very cool. Um, so like I've said before, auras can be read in photography or they can be read um, in person. Mm-hmm. You can read your own aura or you could have someone read it to you. That's really cool. It is really cool. I would love to read my own aura. Yeah. I have a technique to help you practice. <laughs> do it uh now if you do get to the point where you can read other people's auras Mm -hmm. um it's kind of like there are those people um who can really tap into others emotions Mm -hmm. and just know how you're feeling it's like extra empath you know i feel like i have a little bit of that this is i guess instead of like feeling those emotions Mm -hmm you're seeing them um so say someone is just you have a friend over and you're like okay i can tell like this person's just really comfortable or something Mm -hmm. might be upsetting them but then at the same time like maybe you're at a bar maybe you're like somewhere else or you're on a date and you're like this dude has 
or lady has very negative intentions or is lying or something's going on because you can see the colors in their aura and where they fall. So question. That could be cheating a little bit though. (laughs) But I mean, it's for good. Yeah. You don't want to like spend any time with someone who has bad intentions for you. Very true. Um, so it is like visual. It's visual. Like they can mm-hmm. literally see the colors. You, you can literally see the colors. <gasps> That's so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, so here are two ways to practice. Okay. Okay. Um, the first way is to stand facing something plain. So you're like going to face a wall without pictures on it or face a curtain, just something plain. Nothing distracting on it. You're going to hold your arms like straight out in front of you like a zombie. Zombie arms. Okay. Then you're going to touch your index fingers together Mm -hmm. um, while your arms are in front of you. While keeping your arms um, and fingers together, you're going to kind of like meditate, use breathing techniques. You really want to get to that point where you're kind of like zoning out, Uh you know, where your mind isn't really thinking about anything. Your mind is clear. You're just zoned out. Um, Once you get to that point, you're going to like slowly pull your fingers apart. And while you're doing that, you're going to be kind of like coming back into focus and you should start to be able to see energy colors and they might start out kind of like gray or white or Uh then go into blues. But then as you go, you practice more, as you practice more, you'll start to see more. Which is really interesting. That sounds yeah. super fun. Remember, I don't know if you remember, there's like a game in like elementary school and middle school where like they would have, kids would have you do that. They would have you put your fingers together, like push two fingers together, like pretty hard or, um, no, 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 it wasn't fingers. It was like, you put your two fists together. Yes. And then you would have to push hard and they would like do funny hand movements around it, around it. Yeah. And then they'd like be talking to you so that you're focused on their voice. And then, well, now we know that that's what they're doing. But yeah. then you slowly put them, pull them apart and it feels like it's like magnetized. Yes. It's basically the same concept. Yeah, I remember that. Except in your mind, you're visualizing what you want to happen. You want to see this like energy. Yeah. Instead of like distracting then, yourself yeah, from it. Exactly. Oh, that was a recovered memory. <laughs> you just remember that I right just now. remember that I used to hey, love Lisa playing that one yeah the second way you can practice mm-hmm. is called mirror watching oh. and this one's cool but it's a little, it sounds creepy I've done this and I think um I think it's what it <laughs> just go just go ahead <laughs> okay I had a very weird experience one time doing this. Well, I think it could go I, wrong. I think if it is what it, you, you you tell and then maybe I'll I'll tell my story after. Okay. So basically what you need is a large enough mirror to sit in front of. Uh, and you need a lamp that's not super distracting, just like a small like side table lamp, okay. but you need to set it in a way where it's not reflecting in the mirror and it needs to be kind of like from the way that it was described, it was like behind the mirror kind of, but to the side. Okay. So either on the right or the left, but back enough that it's not reflecting or like hurting your eyes. Okay. Um, then what you do is you don't look at yourself in the face. You look at your like shoulder neck area. Okay. So you can focus on like the crook of your neck or you can focus on your like clavicle or something. Mm-hmm. And you do that same 
breathing, meditate, get yourself to like zone out, clear your mind. Okay. Then um, you should start to see a soft glow around your outline. Uh Um, And then as the more of you practice, you see the colors start to emerge the more you practice and get used to it, get your mind used to it. Um, But I could see how it could go awry. Yeah, that is not what I did. What I did, and I wasn't even high at the time. (laughs) I don't know why I did it. I just stood and stared in the mirror for like a really long time. Mm. And and I started to see like... (laughs) Like... You know um, that TV show, that, that cartoon Gargoyles? Yeah. They look like that, but like not cartoony. Mm. They were like real, but they were like really skinny. Ugh. They're like skeletal. Yeah. And they were like flying around my head. That was, sounds horrible. <clears throat> it was really weird. And it only happened while I only tried it the one time. Well, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Something... Did you try it for a specific reason? No. Like I was just in the bathroom and something was just like, you should stare at yourself in the mirror. Mm. Like I did. But it took, I remember being in there for a while and like staring at the mirror and just like my eyes kind of lost focus. You know, Mm -hmm. when your eyes, you were, you're staring at those like hidden picture things. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like that. And then all of a sudden there was just like all these things flying around me. And I was like, I like snapped out of it. And yeah never tried it again interesting i don't know what that means (laughs) maybe i was just like having a hallucination or a daydream but i probably won't be trying that one no don't do that again yeah especially like for your kind of like skill set yeah the Mm. other one sounds interesting though it does The first one it does and you can do both you could do either or you could do none yeah. You can go see someone if instead of trying it yourself. If you've never seen gargoyles flying around your head in the bathroom mirror, then try the mirror one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I could also see how, like, spirit might move in or... Yeah. Just especially because you're, like, a little bit out of focus. You're a little hazy. You're, you're little, like... You're open. You're open. Yeah. Um, mirrors so are you're, scary, dude. Mirrors can be very scary. So if you're the um, a kind of person who's really sensitive to that, just maybe be mindful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now that we know the history and some ways to maybe tap into that, mm-hmm. um, and as well as the photography, uh, let's talk about what you're actually looking at. Let's do okay. it. So, um, your aura is seven layers. It can be delicious. Okay? Um, a, like a seven skilled, layer dip, yes, of no, energy. I want one, <laughs> remember those seven layer uh <laughs> burritos they used to have at Taco Bell? Yeah, uh, they don't have those anymore. I don't think so. Oh, that's what all the vegetarians would eat. Taco Bell, <sighs> well, mm. much like a seven layer burrito, your but, aura, but, but of energy, has seven layers, yes. <laughs> um, and these seven layers are aligned with the seven seven severin <laughs> severance you get severance payments um so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go through these and then i'm gonna go back and uh talk about things that you could do to read all those things okay the first layer is the etheric body 
and the etheric body is the layer that is closest to your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're thinking about it that way, again, kind of like visualize the curvature of a rainbow around you, melding to your body. Mm-hmm. And so, this one would be the one that is, if not touching your body, just barely off your skin. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, in my research, it looked like um, the skin and this layer were one. Okay. It looks very close. This is aligned with the root chakra. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. as you're going through, say you like start at the body mm-hmm. and you radiate outward, mm-hmm. you're going to start with the etheric body mm-hmm. and you're going to start with the root chakra. So the chakras are going to go one through seven, one from the root, seven to the crown. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to go very fast physically centered Mm -hmm. closer to your skin to very celestial spiritual into the seventh layer got it okay if you're thinking like radiating from the body so this layer um is really about kind of like body function your health and your physical well-being oh okay okay makes sense and then in a little bit i'll tell you the colors that correlate to those things Mm -hmm. okay your um, second layer, which is your sacral chakra, um, and it's your emotional layer. This generally is going to have an oval shape, and it's going to be the layer that's kind of like radiating off the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, this one has a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. Uh, your personal experiences are going to impact it greatly, and it's consistently in a state of change. You could take a picture it, like at one moment and then Mm -hmm. five minutes later this layer could be totally different that's the one that like changes the most yes cool okay then you're going to have your third layer um this is going to be about four to eight inches out um this is your consciousness your ideas your logical thinking uh your belief systems your intellect and your mental health this is all going to be impacted in that layer solar plexus solar plexus yes Mm -hmm. um now these first three layers that radiate the closest to your body these are all associated with like your physical nature your physical presence okay so there's going to be any health concerns might be in that layer um any like real physical need might be in that layer your physical body like your vessel exactly okay um also though any like super huge emotions okay. you'll find in that sacral right. okay. sacral layer okay all right well yeah your emotions have huge impacts on your oh, body huge um then we go into the fourth layer which is the astral bridge um this is your heart chakra so of course it's really going to be again a lot of emotions it's going to be your well-being mm-hmm. uh your life balance um your kind of like expansion as a person and this layer is kind of the spiritual window okay. that opens to the other three. Okay. Okay. Now your etheric template. So we had the etheric body. Now we have the etheric template. Uh-huh. This is the fifth layer. And this is going to radiate about one to two feet from your body. Huh. Um, it's going to be an outside layer. This one is your throat chakra. Uh, A lot of sound, vibration, communications, and creativity are going to impact this layer. Mm -hmm. Um, This one's kind of cool because it's a copy. It's like your 
like you know in like cartoons and stuff where like someone might get hit really hard and like their soul comes kind of like outside uh-huh. of their body yeah so <laughs> this one is like that okay so that layer is kind of like a spiritual carbon copy of your physical body okay it's very interesting yeah so those colors in that layer might reflect back into the deeper layers okay the sixth layer this one can be about two to three feet away from your physical body uh this is your third eye Mm. so the next two are extremely spiritual um and this one kind of like reflects your subconscious mind like what's really going on in there okay when um the spiritual kind of aspects connect with the physical is when you're going to see some changes here. Mm -hmm. Um, your memories, your dreams, your spiritual powers, your intention, um, a lot of trust and a lot of honesty personally is going Mm -hmm. to be kind of like reflected in this layer. Okay. Then the last outwardist, outwardist, is that a word? That's a word. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you're a teacher. The last layer is outermost uh, outermost That's thank you the word catherick template or casual layer depending on what you're looking at uh seventh it's layer real casual and this is your crown chakra which we know very spiritual very mm-hmm. um connecting to whatever your spiritual personal beliefs are and that is actually going to be reflected in this layer so it's your soul's experiences it's your kind of like soul feelings um and like the impact that offense have had on you that's so cool that i don't know why that one i'm like (laughs) that's really cool it is cool i like to think of it as your soul layer i feel like that's the uh probably like the most honest one maybe yeah because it's like it d- it's like all of this stuff is accumulating and then that last layer up at the top is kind of like what everything is kind of like and it's kind of like uh which i don't know if this is right but be it's your soul layer and it's the outermost layer it's like your shell like everything yeah. your yes you, your soul has gone mm-hmm. through determines how much of like that shell you put up funny you, know you I mean? say that this layer protects and holds all other layers together yeah Mm-hmm. I did not know that you guys, <laughs> but I mean, it makes so much sense because it if makes you, a lot of sense. If you go through a lot of trauma, yes, then you're going to put up a bigger shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your experiences, the events that you've been a part of your spiritual beliefs, they're all going to create this bubble. Yeah. They're going to create this bubble that you carry everything with you. else. Yeah. I love to protect that. you as well as to influence. Yeah. Your perception of yeah. things. Yeah. It's very interesting. I love that. Yeah. It's pretty cool so i'm so smart you guys brilliant you should write a book it's just gonna be you it's just gonna be what you tell me to write we'll do it together okay so now um knowing the layers Mm -hmm. and the chakra connections and Mm -hmm. all of these things then you can go forward and like read auras okay um so essentially there's kind of like these four main aspects of an aura you're looking at the colors Mm-hmm. the shapes the shades and the clarity of all these layers um so in kind of like this first aspect the color and the clarity it's kind of like looking at a diamond right right you're like appraising a fine gem you're praising your aura so with the color and clarity you're going to look at the spectrum of colors which i'm going to get into in just a second and you're going to say okay is it 
is it a bright yellow mm-hmm. or is it a faded yellow does it look muddy mm-hmm. um does it look new does it look like pastel and then you're gonna think okay well if it's really bright yellow you have a lot of happiness radiating radiating out of you Aww. bright yellow is really like a positive thing uh-huh. no matter where it falls in your layers um, if you have like a faded muddled yellow, that could be um, frustration. Anxiety. Uh, anxiety is actually black. Ooh. Yeah, we'll get yeah. Probably that a lot. Um, I know. I'm surprised mine wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it uh, mixed with another color? Does okay. it have a colored border, mm-hmm. but filled with a different color? Oh, okay. There's a lot. It's a lot. lot. It's a puzzle. It's basically a puzzle, and you have to look at all these colors and figure out the meaning of this puzzle. Um, so I'm gonna go over the colors with you before we move on. So a lot of them are aligned with the chakra colors, um, and a lot of them kind of like there's like this is just a very basic color list right if you really delve into the practice of reading aura um you'll get a lot more information on color variations and things like that so this is kind of like the foundational base yeah so um starting with white uh white or like kind of like that blue white light like yeah that's really a connection to spirit, to angels, to divinity. Um, maybe you have a strength in channeling. Uh, maybe it's a child and they're just very pure or just a pure, mm. innocent person. Or it could even um, reflect someone's faith. Okay. Maybe they just have a really strong faith. Okay. Um, another, I'm just going to say this really quickly before we talk about it somewhere else, but you could also see white in the form of orbs, mm. which, um, depending on your own personal beliefs, are either going to be spirit or angels. Oh. Yeah. Cute. Lavender. Oh, is I have something to say about angels later. Yes. Yes. So lavender <laughs> um, is kind of like a lighthearted personality. It could be a little bit mystical. Um, you have a lot of trust in the universe. Magenta is kind of like unconditional love, nurturing. Um, you have a personal high vibration as okay. an individual. Okay. Pink is romance, tenderness, uh, selflessness, uh, unity mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then violet um purple basically like a darker purple is like cosmic knowledge understanding of spiritual laws awareness sensitivity to energy so maybe someone who reads auras mm-hmm. one of their more spiritual layers that layer like four through seven yeah, might yeah, be yeah. more purple oh cool um or someone who's clairvoyant or yeah. has, has you know, some sort of in our wheelhouse gift yes yes a darker blue or just like true blue is um, personal expression you have really good communication you're a truthful person you're open with your emotions you're peaceful aqua or like baby blue um you might be someone who's seeking knowledge uh learning um liking new information or in a period of spiritual growth or change Mm -hmm. now green is really interesting because it's the color of healing. And mm-hmm. so, and we'll get in, we have some information about the shapes, but say one of your chakras, maybe like your solar plexus chakra or um, one of the layers that might be more in tune to your physical being, mm-hmm. like that one through three, if there's little pockets of green or um, even like a greenish yellow, it might mean that you need some either literal physical healing in that area or you need some like emotional healing in that area. Oh, okay. So if you see green, 
it means that something there needs some work needs some work god um yellow is a confidence friendliness excitement um you're just like a very happy playful person um and again shade range but we're right we're just right, right foundational right, right. skills here 101 stuff um gold is healing forgiveness hard work enthusiasm this isn't going to be like shiny sparkly gold this is going to literally be like kind of like goldenrod right kind of yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah office paper yeah um orange it's huge sexuality uh super oh. creativity uh joy pleasure passion intimacy maybe you're starting a new relationship um or something like that yeah. and that might come out then red uh is a really big earth energy it's a really big physical focus security foundation power vitality um but then on the flip side of red which i do have uh, I think I said anxiety was black, but it's actually red. So anxiety and anger can really come right. out as red. Um, now, with all of these colors, those kind of like main colors, uh -huh. the muddier the color is um, or the faded the color is, it's basically the opposite. Okay. It's the opposite emotion. It's like that's getting a, so like a, a good reverse way. tarot. Yeah, so maybe you have... A really dull, muddy indigo. And that just means you're like clairvoyance is just like blocked or your intuition is just like blocked yeah. and you're in like maybe like a writing block or yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that um same thing so like yellow again if it's really bright you're super happy if it's really faded you might be frustrated so mm -hmm. it's just kind of like the opposite of okay. those colors or the um more faded or muddier they get okay now in my research, apparently these two colors are rare, um, but they do happen. So black and brown. Uh -huh. um, black, you might just literally be in a black mood. Mm. So you are in a period, you just hate someone. You have like a lot of negativity happening. You're in a depressive state. You're having a state. bad time. Um, those can be like little pockets of black or a black outline uh -huh. um but then they can also present as like little wispies like little uh -huh. little wisps like little um, smokes and that can really be like depression or like something mentally going on yeah and then brown is um like selfishness or like deception so like you're lying maybe you're worrying mm. about lying about something okay. or something like that yeah yeah hmm hmm Okay, so, so much information. But I think, like, someone who is going to get... I think it's so rare because someone who is open to getting their aura photographed probably are, is not carrying those traits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Probably. Like, if you're someone, like, who is a deceiver, mm -hmm. you're not going to be like, oh, read my aura. Yeah. You know, or if you're someone who's, like, really you know has hatred in their heart mm -hmm. you're not going to be like oh yeah yeah take my picture yeah my aura. and i mean i saw it a couple different places but there's no bad color right like just because there might be black in your your picture or brown in your picture or a lot of faded colors it doesn't mean anything bad yeah it just means that you're experiencing things yeah. in that moment that might need to be worked on yeah yeah it's like getting a physical exactly um so for location and kind of like shape so again think of a rainbow just kind of like going around you and melding to your body mm -hmm. it is going to be in like kind of an egg ovally shape okay um 
Now, if you're looking at your photograph, a lot of the time the Carillion uh, photography is going to come out looking very similar to a Polaroid, mm-hmm. that kind of film. Yeah. Um, but then there are some where they need to be developed or printed and things like that. Okay. When you're looking at locations of things, um, in regards to the photograph itself, um, there can be colors coming in from the corners or coming in from the sides um, that aren't necessarily associated with a layer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, for example, if there's a color coming in from the right side of the photograph, it means that that kind of energy is coming in. That energy is moving in. If there is a very centered color, uh, that's a present moment of energy. How you're feeling when that snap clicks. Okay. Um, on the left side of the photo, if energy's, uh, if you see colors on that left side, that's energy going out, mm-hmm. out of your body. And if you see anything kind of like above your head, that's your mental kind of like unconscious, subconscious, like kind of thing. Okay. It's really interesting. Um, so these ores wrap around our bodies and, um, we basically read them on the color range, the color shade range, right. and where those colors fall in the layers. Mm-hmm. So let me give you an example of mine that I thought was really cool. <laughs> okay, so in my seventh layer, my seventh layer is indigo. And it's like indigo at the very, very top, and then it's um, violet underneath that, mm-hmm. and then it goes into kind of like magenta pink. And if you know who I am, I'm always kind of like a very happy, mm-hmm. positive, positive person. Yeah. Um, but what I thought was really interesting, especially since um, James and I were really like starting on this like journey at the time that I took this picture, uh-huh. um, my top layers, my like crown chakra layers, uh-huh. are all that like cosmic knowledge, that clairvoyance, um, sensitivity to energy. Uh-huh. Um, what was the violet? Kind of like intuition, wisdom, and awareness. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mentally there yeah and those are the things that we've talked about in other episodes that like from a young age those are our belief systems Uh and so i was really excited to see that that really did show up yeah in that crown chakra and i think like because we talked a lot about different types we always talked about like oh let's do a podcast together like me and you yeah and we threw around a lot of ideas Mm -hmm. and i think when we came up with this one it was like well yeah like yeah totally made sense like it was like perfect time exactly perfect with like both of us we would bounce ideas off each other and be like well maybe that could Mm -hmm. work how would we do that once this idea came up we were both like yeah that's what we're doing it was very exciting we were both like just ready for it ready ready for it yeah that's Um, really cool that that showed up so that's like kind of how you can that's just an example of how you can see okay i have this layer Mm -hmm. which is this meaning with this chakra which is this meaning with Mm -hmm. this color what is that meaning and if you put all those little things together you can get a really solid reading on a person yeah yeah um so just some other things um there can be kind of like curvatures or indents say there's like a very visible indent in one of the layers um it could just be kind of like a push out of emotion. Uh, it could be some an area that needs work. So a lot of the time, I guess that those indents are green, and it just means that right. that is something you need to look at. Okay. Um, there also Did might you have be any like, green in yours. I don't. I have this like kind of like a little bit, but it's more like yellow green. Um, oh, okay. 
and I'll tell you what that was. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it could be, there could be holes in there of no color Uh and that just means like you really need to look into this area of your life. Yeah. Because it needs to be, needs to be nurtured. Hmm. So, um, then just some little things, uh, consistency of the colors. So maybe the color fades towards the top of the layer or it fades to one side or the other. Um, looking at those things and then looking at, um, spikes. I don't have any spikes (laughs) or wispies in mind, but, um, spikes literally mean just like, like, you know, when you look at pictures of the sun mm-hmm. and it has this really cool, like mm-hmm. sun gas flares. flares. Yeah. It's like that where there's like a little yeah. spike, a little flare. Usually those are like really intense emotion that you're thinking at the moment of the photograph. Oh. Um, so they could be any variety of colors depending on what you were the thinking about. Um, cause when I took mine, uh, the, the woman who did it for me, um, she told me like, just breathe, clear your mind, close your eyes. And then you tell me when you're ready to take the picture mm-hmm. so that it gave me time to like get my like little yeah, anxieties little anxious, out and yeah. like, just like center myself. Yeah. Um, that, that was, was really cool. nice. That was very nice of her. And then the other thing is the orbs. So orbs are super cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, I had no idea about I knew what an aura was, kind of. Right. And I knew I really wanted to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were in, those of you who are in uh, California, we were in Solvang, California. There's like just, just like tremendous a little, Danish like, bakeries. Yeah. There's like, it's like a little tiny it's a little Danish, Danish town. town. It's literally it's adorable. It's the cutest thing. So much wine. Um, ostriches the movie wine uh the movie wine was filmed there i love that movie <laughs> oh my gosh uh sideways <laughs> sideways with uh paul giamatti um, paul giamatti great movie <laughs> great city i'm but sure anyways, there is a movie named wine i'm sure um so we were just walking and I knew we had been there before and I knew that there was like a um, crystal shop, kind of like metaphysical store there. Oh, okay. And um, there was a sign that said like aura photography today. And I was like, yes, mm, like sign me up. Perfect timing. And it was like 30 bucks. Um, and I felt that that was fine. I yeah. don't know how much it is. You could tell us in the comments if I got reamed or not. Um, <laughs> but I feel like 30 is fine, especially it's like a tarot reading. It's just yeah. And it came with kind of like a pamphlet of information, my picture, and the woman walked me through all the colors. So it wasn't just like, like a, here's your picture, yeah. bye. I feel like it was that's a, a picture, fair price. Yeah, because it came, it had the reading and all the information. Yeah. And She could have been like, it's 30 bucks, and then it's an extra 15 if you want to see the picture. Yeah. And then another 15 yes. if you want me to tell you what it means. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when I was... When she was telling me, all these things were like clicking in my head and I was like smiling kind of weird. And I think she was like, who is this woman? And I didn't want to say like all of these things because <laughs> um, so right. I'm, I'm shy. And so I just walked out and then when we left the store, I was just like jabbering. And I was like, all to these Michael. things. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was like, like I want to take it again. <laughs> You're like, let's come back. But I didn't because it's $30. Um, it's all right. We'll do it. We'll do it again. We'll take a day trip or something. Yeah. So. But in mine, there's orbs. Fun. And what's really cool, I don't know how rare they are, um, but she was surprised. She seemed surprised to see them. Okay. And it's, I have no idea what the layers are here. Like, Uh I don't see seven layers when I look at this picture. We'll put it up on Instagram. Uh But I don't see seven layers. I see 
some layers. I see like, like five. Yeah, One, and two, it's ba- it, they're four. centered over my head, mm-hmm. and there's like four or five of them. And uh, what's really cool is they kind of like uh, I don't know. It's the, like um, the like light energy seems to like push out from them. Yeah, like I'll, it looks like like a firework but not like a clear firework yeah like it's, it's i don't know I, I think of it as like a crown yeah yeah like yeah. a crown of orbs yeah it does and look what's like interesting is that they're right at the edge of a layer and i think that layer is like the it's that yellowy green layer layer that james was talking about um and what she told me about that one is that it's my like compassion, my friendliness, my like gentleness and uh, like kind of like inward abundanceness. Um, and then those are like kind of like right on top. Mm. Um, and she said that they really represent spirit and angels. Um, and that that means that there's I just have guides that are following me around. That's really cool. It is cool. I believe that. So do I. Yeah. That's it's awesome. Nice. Yeah. We'll definitely put a picture up. Um on our Instagrams at First mm-hmm, Bell Pod, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so everybody can see because it is, looks really cool. It's very, it's like almost like tie dye ish. Yeah, it's really interesting. I really enjoy. It. I mean, it's mine. I'm biased, but <laughs> <laughs> you're like the best. Picture yeah, and again, ever. I mean, it was a one time, and I'm sure like you aura professionals know these change constantly, but it's pretty, really, really interesting experience. And um, the personal experience that I had was that the camera kind of looked like an old-fashioned camera. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to explain that more than using those words, but um, <laughs> there was like a backdrop behind me. Okay. Um, I don't remember what color it was. And she had me sit down on a bench, and on either side were metal plates, like a metal square plate. Okay. I, and she told me to put my hands flat on the plate and like sit up and like look towards the camera. Okay. And then um, close my eyes and like let her know. Um, so my hands were on the plate and then I said, okay, I'm like ready. And, um, I kept my eyes closed for the picture. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I think it was like less than five minutes later. And then she like handed it to me and did the whole reading and everything. But I thought like it was really interesting and it makes sense to have, I think the plates are connected to the camera and there's like science because there were wires like kind of going underneath connected to the camera. Okay. And at the time, I did not think to ask her questions about the camera, and I should have because I would have asked her probably like 20 questions. But well, that was before you knew all about yes, the exactly. And it was just a really cool experience, and she was very knowledgeable. Um, I think she's the main aura photographer there, and I mm-hmm. think that's probably why they were doing them that day. Yeah. Um, it was just a very good experience, and the reading itself was very um, where I was. That's cool. Yeah, that and always like having that. <laughs> It's like uh, a verification or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. having someone tell you, well, this is what it's supposed to mean. And you mm-hmm. being like, oh yeah, well that makes total yeah. sense. And I think it's, I'm a very big, I'm very big on like planners and like memory books and because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my memory is horrible. And mm-hmm. I think that maybe getting like aura readings and aura photography specifically at like very impactful parts of your life yeah. would be a really good kind of like keepsake or just for something yeah. to reflect on like where you were in that time of life because it literally is like your emotions showing, you. showing. I think that would be really cool that is really cool and you know what would be really cool if any a Betty out there 
that's listening, if you are an aura photographer, oh my gosh, reader, please let us know. Please let us know. We would love to have you on. Um, we, we really do need people to interview. We are look. We're trying. We've had a few people reach out. Uh, we're in Southern California. And we're trying to figure out how to do it, like, remotely. We know there's a way to do it. <laughs> because so many other people do. So, also, if you know how to remotely podcast, <laughs> could you let us Somebody know? Somebody let us know. <laughs> because we can barely just record this at some times in our lives. With just two humans sitting down at this kitchen table. Yeah. So, yes, if you read auras, or if you are an aura photographer, or if you know how to do remote podcasting... <laughs> Please tell us. Please be in touch. <laughs> because I, I would love to talk to somebody who oh, was an I expert in this. I would love it. I think that would be really cool. Yes. Um, so just to wrap this up really quickly, I mean, auras are freaking fantastic and they show you a lot about yourself and they can yeah. show you a lot about things that you need to personally work on if um, you're one of those really mindful people. And even if you're not, I think getting your aura read is a really good way to kind of like tip your toe yeah, into this very, like realm of clairvoyance yeah. and new types of spirituality. It's very like and, non-invasive. It's yeah. just like just a picture and then see and if it's it, you. It's see if it not, works for you. Yeah. Like see if it's, if it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I got all of this information from four places, the Pagan's Path, uh, Wikipedia, of course, um, mbgmindfulness.com and violetaura.com. So if you want to know any more about this stuff, go ahead and hit up those places. Very cool. Um, but yeah, auras, man. That was awesome. I love a good aura. Yeah. So interested. There's no bad auras. No. No. Just like there are, well, there are bad people. There are bad people. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Ooh, maybe their aura would be bad. <gasps> I should do our photography on like serial killers. That would be interesting. Yeah. That would, I would be interesting. Be, there's, that would be interesting. We should start that study. Someone give us some money for that. If anyone is a, um, someone who would do that job. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you call that person. <laughs> I don't know. What is that? Like a psychologist? I don't know what you're talking about. Like, oh. Like a prison psychologist? I don't know. Like a a person who would do research in the field of uh, like mental disabilities criminal. or mental illness in the that would line be interesting of criminal, too. criminology Criminal crim- and wanting to know more about that. That would be interesting too. It would be super interesting. Um, people who uh, live with mental illness. Yeah. To, to see, see if there's even any a difference. Because... Like I would be interested to see even with myself as someone who lives with anxiety. Yeah. And at some points it's like almost debilitating. I would want to go during like yeah. a huge like attack. If I'm like and see what it looks anxious like and then be like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to come back. I'm going to, I don't know, pop a Xanax or yeah. Yeah, meditate or, mm-hmm. you know, relax. I'll come back later and see the difference. Yeah. I think that would be really interesting. I think it would. Or maybe even like someone on their antidepressant medication versus not. Yeah, or different types of medication. Because, or... I mean, medication is to help balance out unbalanced chemicals in yes. your body. Yes. And so it would be interesting to see. Because we do know that they impact emotions. They impact mm-hmm. sex drive. They impact mm-hmm. your... Like, even though you might not be in that or heavy like, depressive state, you're not super happy either. So it might be interesting if... Or someone who suffers from like chronic pain... Oh, yeah. You know, and then maybe it's just green. Yeah. And then look they like, go on a certain type of medication that helps with the pain. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they come back and try it again. It'd be really interesting. Hmm. 
Be like, we should buy one of those. He's an alien. He's all green. <laughs> I bring you love. That one? Yeah. <laughs> bring us love. Get him. Oh, man. Uh, we almost Get made it through. Get your red. We almost made it through one show without a Simpsons reference. Almost. Or a Harry Potter reference. <laughs> no Harry Potter in this one. Not this one. Well, that was great, Jess. Yeah. Very interesting. It was, it was good. good. Job. I really enjoyed researching it. Well, before we wrap up, one mm-hmm. thing we haven't done in a while oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. to have like a little moment of what I don't know. We say witchy moment. I'm sure I it could, like it. Yeah. It it's could a, have a better name or not. I like not. it. I mean, it's it's, it's succinct. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. We do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> and we do. So, yeah, we thought it would be fun to like step back into that. Yeah. Speaking of like mindfulness, you know, like yeah. just what happened to you late recently that, uh, you know, helped you feel connected to another type of energy the earth yeah you i have was connected one. to the earth yeah. um so i my family live my immediate family lives in arizona and um if you were in that area you might know quartzite arizona and there is a little it, it's a city and there's probably i don't know seven to eight mineral slash crystal slash <laughs> stone gonna, stores i thought you're gonna say seven or eight people that live there <laughs> I believe that if you've ever been to Quartzsite, you'd believe it too. (laughs) Um, So we went specifically to see this store called T-Rocks. And um, if you were part of our giveaway that we just did, and thank you, 3000. Yeah. Uh, We passed that at this point, but yeah. um, I got some of the stones from that giveaway there. It's gorgeous. There is just, I think we probably spent three hours walking around um, there were have, you put videos on our Insta stories. Yeah, and there were some videos, um, but it's uncut, raw, huge pieces of stone. Like if you wanted to keep as piece, like big, substantial pieces, yeah. um, all the way to pendants and uh, the word that I can't think of anymore. Tumbled, tumbled, tumbled stones. Um, there was jewelry. There shapes. were shapes. There you got one oh, shape like bat. I got yeah those soapstone bats, and they had yeah. so many animals. And I know when we're coming into um, like a stara and just leaving in bulk, yeah. uh, a lot of altars like to put animal imagery, especially like cows and sheep and things mm-hmm. like that at the farm. They really had a lot of soapstone animals, and um, it was gorgeous. And I got I spent a lot of money. Um, <laughs> But very reasonably priced location. The owner is a delight. Oh, I conversed with her for a little while, and then um, we had lunch, and then we moved on to another location where I got like one or two other things. But that T Rocks in Quartzsite, man, that was really, it. Looked really cool. I got this because carnelian is a really like grounding, mm-hmm. and like it kind of like centers and like rejuvenates your other stones. Right. So I got this like huge chunk. It's like this huge chunk and it has like this like little geode part to it. It's gorgeous. And I keep it in my living room and I got like this rose quartz. I got stuff for the giveaway. I got some, um, personalized stuff for James. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Cause I mean, man, dang this rose quartz piece is it's huge. huge. And you know how much it's that like, was? That was like $5. Shut up. It's this place like three pounds. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to drive out to quartzite, it's worth it. Cause the prices are fantastic, but that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I got a pointed solid. I'm really into soda light right now. <laughs> so I got like a point and I got a, a, 
a circle, like a orb. Oh, it's just so good. So yeah, you know the really feeling. Cool. If you love crystals, you know the feeling of just like hitting the jackpot of a store like, that's not going to charge you ten dollars for a tumbled stone. Yeah, and that the owner is knowledgeable and welcoming, and that's really excited cool. that you're there. Yeah. So. Very cool. It was great. Yeah. I got to make a little pilgrimage out there because it's it looked like heaven. Well, from here, it's about five hours. Yeah. Because from my mom's house, it took us an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. It's worth well, it, Well, maybe it's like a little overnight trip or something. Yeah. There's got to be things there on the way there and back that you can do. No. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, kind of. If you go the 10, you go through uh, Joshua Tree. Oh, perfect. There you go. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> what about you? Um, well, once again, my um, witch, witchy moment is, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, is about like a, a other beans, I guess. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, lately my son has been going through some health issues and had to have way too he had to have uh he's had about three or four i lost count at this point surgeries in the last month or so and so we were waiting there was a time between the third surgery and this fourth and final surgery he needed there was like a three-week wait so we had to wait and i am like becoming the world's most anxious person yeah and it was like, oh, well, we might do this. We might do that. You might have to stay in the hospital for two weeks or maybe just one uh-huh. week or, yeah, you know, you, yeah, it might be, you know, uh, six to eight weeks of recovery time and, you know, wheelchair and this and that. And luckily I am grateful. It's all temporary and fixable and he is healing now. Yes. And very well, very well. He's a very strong, very uh, tough little uh-huh. trooper. Yes. He's amazing. He amazes me every day. Um, but I, up until that point, my anxiety was, I could imagine through the roof, like ridiculous. Um, so I remember, um, this must've been just about a week ago, right before we went into the hospital, I was making breakfast cause he's, we've, I've, we've been home. We don't have to get into it. I'm making (laughs) breakfast anyway, (laughs) making breakfast for us. And just feeling very overwhelmed. Yeah. And um, trying not to freak out. You know, (laughs) trying not to freak out. And so I saw somebody walk by. Um, I have like a galley kitchen kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. there's only one door in, one door out. And somebody walked through, walked by the doorway. And I thought, uh, my, I live with, my nephew lives with us. And I was like, oh, maybe it was just him. And Mm -hmm. then I saw the same thing person walk behind me oh and i thought it was him because mm-hmm. he's a teenager he's like 14 yeah and he's tall he's taller than me i'm 5'10 he's pretty yeah, maybe he's very tall maybe my height maybe a little taller he's only 14 this thing was taller than that it mm. was maybe six two but it was pure white oh like white interesting and I kind of, I looked behind me, like both over both shoulders and I was like, huh, like what's like, what was that? I I turned around to be like, Hey, like, good morning. Like what, are you hungry? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he wasn't there. Oh, it was just this white light that I saw. And then I felt like an, like an 
incredible like sense of peace after that. Like I was just standing there mm-hmm. cooking, saw the thing, turned around and I was like, that was weird. And then all of a sudden, like calm. all kinds of calm came over me. That's so nice. So I don't know what you would call that. I don't know if I believe in the term angels, um, because then that it's, it's just like the, the connotations it's, yeah, are the wording. Yeah. It's a guide. A someone guide looking out for you and the and I've seen it before yeah and other times of like great stress yeah and um it was just nice to feel that sense yeah. of comfort mm-hmm. and to know like it felt like someone was like everything's gonna be okay yeah so that was really really nice it's something I really really needed at that mm-hmm. moment and um yeah I do feel like I do have something looking out for us yeah, I agree. You def- there's definitely yeah. spirit or energy or something that's yeah because following I, you around. I get those types of like a uh, not re reaffirmations. No, I get like what is it like a I get those types of like that ki- type of comfort. Yeah, when I'm sort of feeling at my lowest sometimes. Mm. Yeah. And this, these past few months have definitely been like emotional. A test, yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a great emotional test. And I feel like anytime, some days I'm fine and some days I'm like really, really low. And when I'm at those low places, I always get some sort of, you know, some sort of comfort from something. Yeah. Just somewhere. like a tap on the shoulder. Like you're going to be okay. Yeah. Like, Hey, you know what? Like this is going to be okay. That's really nice. So that helped me. That helped yeah. me a lot. Yeah. I'm and my son is good. The surgery yeah. was went well. Good. He's recovering. Excellent. And um, we're hoping this is you know behind us now. Yeah. We can just move on. Mm-hmm. So That's yeah, good. that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. Very tall. Very you tall. should write them down, unless you already do. I don't know. Write down what, when I feel them. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I remember them. Mm. Yeah. And usually it's my nana. I talked about her before. Yeah. But I didn't, it just wasn't her because oh. she was a short little thing. Interesting. And I didn't smell her. And usually I smell her. Huh. That's was, really cool. This felt very masculine. Masculine. Tall and masculine and uh, like protective. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So just to end it on a nice little note like yeah. that. That's so good. I would be curious to see um, if I took one of these photos. I want to see what yours is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the, I'd we'll have one of those one. orbs too. Oh yeah, I probably. Think that would be cool. I don't see I why would you hope wouldn't. So, but yeah, yeah. So that was auras. Yes, that was very interesting. Very, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So thank you guys. Thank you, thank you for joining us, for listening, for our uh, we're our listenership is has like it's doubled at least yeah and uh, we cannot thank you guys enough yeah. we're so we've been getting so many nice messages from people mm-hmm. people reaching out asking us questions yeah um saying how how thankful they are for us you know talking about these things the way we do mm-hmm. and we are so thankful for you oh yeah absolutely because i mean we it's just it's incredible yeah. like the support we're getting mm-hmm. and it's so nice. Yeah, it feels so really thank you. good. We appreciate you. We really do. Um, if you didn't know already, uh, we are now available on Spotify and iHeartRadio. Um, so if Apple Apple's Podcast. not your thing, 
also the Go podcast app yes and podbean and podbean um so pick your check us out everywhere um for some reason apple podcast seems to be like the one that seems to be the most important uh, yeah i don't know which why. i don't understand why because so it's not if you great could maybe rate and review yeah and that would really help us out get us climbing some charts or Something. even on any of those charts i don't know i don't know how that works are there charts? charts are there charts <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But just do us a solid and uh yeah, subscribe and rate and review. Tell mm-hmm. tell somebody. Yes. And tell uh, a friend. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye.